Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our next episode of the Premier Podcast. And this week, we, uh, we, uh, to be quite honest, this might not be the longest episode. So, if you've been hating our content so far, just wanted to be shorter, then this is the episode for you. We wanted to do something at the end of the summer. There's some movies coming up that we really want to see, mainly for spooky season, and in a couple weeks, you know, September, October, and November, to be honest. But right now, since we're at the end of the summer, there have been a lot of summer hits that have come out in the movie theater, a lot of summer blockbusters that have hit the movie theaters, and we wanted to uh, we wanted to review those today. So uh, welcome to our next episode, where we will be giving lots of spoilers for lots of movies that you might have wanted to see. So typically, we like to do a spoiler-free review on most of these movies. I don't know if that's appropriate for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there will totally be spoilers for this episode. So if you're any movies you haven't seen this summer that you want to see without any spoilers... Probably should tune out there, but thanks all the who have listened. We appreciate all the support. We finally hit 100 views this last week, so thank everybody who's been listening. We appreciate you. So uh, without uh, without giving too much explanation, once again, thank you, like Ethan was saying. Everybody has listened. We are on Apple Podcasts, by the way. We did announce that. We put a, could have perhaps announced that better. Maybe. Anyway, we're on Apple Podcasts. Let's, uh, let's just quickly lay some ground rules for what we're doing. Like I said... A lot of movies came out. We are going to go over our favorites from top to bottom. Not necessarily like objectively best quality movies. I think that is a different list for a different time. But we are going to do our personal favorites. So we're going to get mine out of the way first. Ethan's going to come in and save the day with his takes later on. What we're going to do first is Ethan's going to guess my favorite movies in the order of favoriteness. And then I'm going to actually go with what I... uh, what I really put down, and he's probably going to be pretty right, because Ethan knows me pretty well. And then we're going to do vice versa, same for Ethan. And I'm a horrible friend, so I'm probably going to get a lot wrong. But let me get on my notes. Lee, Lee has a lot of confidence in me getting his right. I, I think I'm totally going to butcher it, so I apologize. <laughs> um, but thanks for the confidence. Uh, one movie that we both did see that we want to address first that we didn't want to put in our rankings, just because we thought it was a little odd to kind of put this in with the other movies was Sounds of Freedom. Uh, it was a movie by Angel Studios that came out this July that was about um, sex trafficking, specifically of minors. So it was a good movie. I would recommend it as just like an awareness one, but we felt it was just not a topic that should be included with these rankings because we thought it'd be very weird to compare that to like Barbie or a kid's movie, you know? Yeah, like <laughs> kind of not, that in there. it would be perhaps morally wrong to be like, for a number five pick I had, Sounds of Freedom, and then I just enjoy Barbie more, so I'm going to put it higher on my list. Yeah. But uh, uh, it is a movie, uh, you know, like cinematic critiques aside, the message is obviously important. And if you haven't seen that or if you have any interest in what you can do or how you can help, uh, I would first start with watching the movie or at least listening to the end message scene where they really give the breakdown on how you uh, things to be aware of and other ways you can help. Because like I said, it's a real world danger. It's a real world threat. And uh, like Ethan was saying, it did not feel appropriate to lump that in together. But if you are curious, go check out that movie uh, on Angel Studios. Uh, I believe it's not currently in theaters anymore. It's still in theaters. Is it in theaters? It's still currently in theaters. Okay. Uh, very few theaters. Um, it's it's not streaming yet. Um, but I just want to like, it did amazing for how like small of a studio it did. It's currently right now the number 10 ranked gross domestic product and for like um, box offices. Like box office, like uh, like total. Total, 
Yeah. Number 10. Interesting. For the year. Yeah, just okay. domestically made $182 million. And it beat out, like, big-name franchises like Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Transformers, Fast and Furious domestically, which I, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Now, a part of this, a huge part of this is all the tickets were sold. Most of the seats were not filled um, due to the pay-it-forward program. So whether that, you that kind makes of, sense. Yeah. There was a ton of controversy of that. Of like, should these numbers count? Did it really do that well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but regardless, it just shows that the awareness was there. So Yeah, a lot of people went and saw that movie. Uh, you can count that as an indie film. That's not really like a big name studio. It's an indie film. And I believe it became the... That is interesting. It beat out... It was the number 10 for the, the summer. Domestically. Uh, yeah. Domestically. I yeah. believe I, I did research that it is the 23rd highest grossing indie film of all time. Which, uh, you know, not astronomical. But, you know, uh, I think a unique movie that kind of made the made the mainstream yeah yeah it kind of took over a lot of the july movies up until barbie and Oppenheimer. yeah i could not get on social media without looking at it, someone posting about that movie i got a little sick of it to be honest i know it's a little <laughs> counterintuitive to what we're saying but yeah, it was the awareness uh, <laughs> everybody did spread the awareness and i uh, people people heard the call so but let's get into it I'm, I'm gonna try and guess lee's uh here so lee saw nine movies this summer correct so for your ninth movie I think you absolutely hated this movie, and I'll go. I'll go through them all before you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. But this one, I want to let me. This is the only one that I want the exception for. Tell me if this one's right. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're gonna say. Number nine was Fast X. Oh, of course was it was. Far. Of course it was. Anyway, <laughs> that's not very spoiler-ish, but yeah, worst movie, worst movie I saw this summer. Worst movie I've seen in a long time, actually. Yeah, it, I mean, it was not the best movie. It's definitely a Taco Bell movie, like I like to call it. <laughs> it's a Taco. <laughs> like you know, it's it's not good. But, yeah, but you like Taco. Bell. Wait, wait, wait. Like, can you explain? I've never heard that. That could. I feel like that could be like on a T-shirt or something. Yeah, like a Taco Bell. I've heard a like a movie. few other like movie people call movies that are like bad, but you enjoy them. Okay, as Taco Bell movies. Taco Bell movie. Okay, all right. Because you know, it's, yeah, it's like kind of like McDonald's. Like everyone's got their McDonald's order. Uh, the that's you know that's very true. It's really hard to escape the trash in your life. Sometimes it just comes to haunt you, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was there. I saw it. You're welcome. It was awful. All right, and then my, the next ones here. So I think you kind of lumped. I'm I'm assuming that you kind of lumped the superhero movies together, po- not all of them, but a portion of them. And so I think you're gonna do them in this order. I think you went Blue Beetle next to eight. You were not a big fan of that one at all. There, I know you kind of. Saw some things afterwards that you kind of like, but I think overall you still didn't like that one. This one, I I think you really did not like this movie, which I think a lot of our audience really liked this movie. I think you went Guardians of the Galaxy at 7. And then I remember you said you liked Flash more than Guardians of the Galaxy, so I put Flash at the, above those there. I think that was more... I did I did, I did say that, yeah. So I, th- I think you put it above there, there, but I still think you... You kind of rate the superhero movies as a whole lower, so I put those lower. Then a fun one that I think progressed for you further, the or progressed for you the longer it had been out was TMNT or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I feel like that's one that kind of grew on you once you realized you started quoting it for a while. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think originally when it came out, it probably would have been lower for you, but I think after you quoting it that you didn't even realize it after a while. That's, That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And then I think the top four, 
and I think you are more objective when you view movies. So I think these, that's why we're, these ones up there was objectively better movies. I think you went Barbie. I think you put it lower just because you're not the target audience. Um, then the uh, top three. And then the top three, I think you went Mission Impossible. And then I think these top two were easily your two favorites. I think there's kind of a huge drop after three. Or like a big gap, if I could say, would be Oppenheimer and Spider-Verse in that order. Okay. I was debating on flipping Oppenheimer and Spider-Verse, but I think I'm so going to stick with two it. two is Oppenheimer, one is Spider-Verse? One is Spider-Verse. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking you're going for. I'm going to read them again. I think you went Fast X, Blue Beetle, Guardians of the Galaxy, Flash, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Barbie, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Across the Spider-Verse. <sighs> How bad did I do? Did I do pretty bad? You did pretty well, actually. Really, really. I yeah. called it, dude. I was like, I bet Ethan gets. I'm like, I'm. I'm not very good at hiding my opinion. If I see something that I don't like, it, I'm like, this sucks. And then I complain about it. For How a many week. did I get right? Uh, you got the majority right, actually. So that's at least five. And uh, you, I, I saw what you're saying about the superhero movies clumped together, which is basically what happened. You didn't put Blue Beetle about Guardians of the Galaxy, did you? No, no. Okay, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I was about to lose my mind, dude. That is that is probably. So here's the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody. I just want to say this. I am so... I never liked Marvel movies. I, I'm sure I've said that before. And that just felt so stereotypical Marvel. I was like, I don't want to go through this again. I don't want to endure the age of the MCU one more time. I really did like Rocket's backstory, though. That was pretty good. I think you... I was I was in it, dude. I was, I was invested in the Bradley Cooper voice acting. I think you missed the other emotional aspects with the other characters too, because you didn't see the first two Guardians. I've seen the second one. I have not seen the so first one. So you saw the worst yeah. one. <laughs> I have seen the second one. Uh, I think by the time I got around to actually getting into movies, I think the the first one was out of theaters, so I never really saw it. But I've seen the second one, and uh, but yeah, you were you were pretty close. So we'll uh, so I'll just bottom at the top. Yeah, if you have any explanation, let us know on your I, uh, why you chose one above the other. Uh, Fast X needs no explanation of how bad that was. As far as the Fast and Furious franchise, I just want, I just want us to stop watching them. Please, please stop supporting those movies. L- what is it, Ludacris himself? What then we still watch an interview with him, and he's like, "I'm tired of people asking me why we keep making these movies because there's some guy in a board of director room that looks at the earnings and was like, we need to make another one. They earn a ton of money." That's why we keep making them. I'm, I've never seen this interview. I've thought, I thought, uh, I've never seen I don't know if it was one of, I thought it was ludicrous. Excuse me if I get that wrong. Somebody fact check me on that. But uh, I thought we talked about that. I thought you sent me the clip, no, actually. No, really? I've never heard about this. Oh, re- anyway. I, I feel that none of them would hate on it. Well, no, I don't know. I, I mean, he put his. Except I think for maybe The Rock. The Rock really hates him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Or, good thing he's he coming back, on. though. For the, oh, for part two? Of, for part two, yeah. Oh, God. He was oh, teased good. at the end. I don't know if he waited to the end. No, I did. Why would I wait to the end? Why would, why would anyone say the Yeah, end? yeah, he comes in at the Does end. Does he actually? Yeah, yeah. Same with Gal Gadot. Did you get to that part where she comes in at the end? No. Yeah, Gal Gadot's coming back for the Coming part. back to do. And so come is on. Uh, The Rock. But, like, they... Whatever. Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, there's, like, there's like critiques, and then there's, like, a waste of breath, and then there's talking about Fast and Furious X. Awful movie. Moving on. Blue Beetle was not that great. Nailed it. Yep, you were pretty much right. Blue Beetle. Two for two, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, not that great. Unimpressive. Without getting, I guess, like too politically incorrect about it. You can like it for the family aspect, which I think is important. But I think just the fact that 
it is Hispanic culture centered when all they did was hit like the surface level stereotypical Hispanic culture stuff. To me, I was like, it should be a good movie and have those things in there. Just not a good movie. Okay. Uh, the number, th- uh, moving on, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Oh, I, uh, um, I was debating on that one, dropping that one. it or not. Because I, I remember later on we had talked, and I was, and I don't, uh, I don't know if I have repeated this since, but like the whole movie, like the milking joke, I feel like the whole movie was a setup for that joke. It was great. Like, like the whole movie <laughs> was just like this elaborate like setup, this like build up to that joke that they got milked, and I was like, that was really funny. <laughs> that, that was the whole. The plot was them. Trying not or not thinking they were going to get milked, they ended up getting milked. So, would you say there's a big gap between for you Blue Beetle and the rest of the movies going forward, like DMT? No, I wouldn't say. I, okay. I, uh, no, I don't think that's where the gap starts. Gotcha. Uh, or a gap. There could be multiple gaps. Yeah, I, I think we're still kind of in the same like same tier. Kind of. I could movie. move these around. Uh, actually, Blue Beetle and Fast X are not debatable. Not good. I could move around Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the next two. Uh, the next one is Guardians of the Galaxy three. Volume three, excuse me. Uh, like I said, I now as far as Marvel movies go, very well done. Obviously, uh, hit all the marks. It's uh, no tension. There's always a funny joke to break the break anytime there's a tense, uh, stressful moment. Uh, cool backstory, like I said earlier with Rocket, uh, brings everything full circle. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen the first one, but it does bring everything full circle. <laughs> it brings everything from the half circle up. Uh, but, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Flash, which very surprised me that I like Flash more than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, I thought you were, it was going to be the exact opposite with you when you were going to watch them both. I I thought that'd be flipped for you. I, I personally like Flash, but I was just shocked that you like that one more. I, I think the thing with Flash was one, I kind of, I, I kind of don't like, you know, saving the world kind of thing. You know, it's, it's always, it's always the world at stake, right? Yeah. I like that how it was like kind of him against himself. And then... Uh, I did like the visual storytelling of how he becomes like purple at the end, right? Like, yeah. the, like the, the antagonist, not necessarily Jonas Odd as the antagonist, but it's himself. But I kind of like the visual storytelling of him like building up the metal shards and him coming back to like try to paradox himself into making sure he can keep trying, kind of thing. Though realizing that things just need to go back to the original, <laughs> yeah, rather than trying to fix something then fix it again. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the also time travel. No, I don't like when people do time travel movies. I don't think that ever works. I always like the the obvious plot holes, and it just always bothered me throughout the whole film. But I like that they established a rule and stuck with it, which I feel like other time travel things they're just like, oh, this happens and that happens. Oh, and that could happen. I guess so we could throw it in it. But they they were they were consistent. It was very basic, like time travel. If you do something and change something, it's going to change. Everything. Yeah, the and past think, and the future gets changed, or I, you're like in a yeah. different yeah kind of thing. I think it was like very basic, but stayed to that. Didn't try to overcomplicate it. Yeah, they don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, All so right. uh, Barbie next, right? <sighs> Mission Impossible. Interesting. I I I enjoyed Barbie a little bit more than Mission Impossible. I think me personally, just because I do not like the spy genre in general, I think it's all a little too wacky. But wacky. Uh, and I feel like the I feel like Barbie was unique, uh, like a, a different type of message in the movie, more quotable. Than Mission Impossible, not that that makes any th- a huge difference. <laughs> I agree, Barbie way more quotable. But uh, 
I would say the gap is probably after Flash. I feel like Mission Impossible on are the movies I actually enjoyed. Okay, okay. And surprised that I enjoyed uh, more than anything. But yeah, Mission Impossible, uh, that is for sure dry action thriller done right. Uh, really, you know, top to bottom, just fun. I thought I was going to get bored, but I was not bored. I don't like how What's-Her-Face could like snipe people out in the middle of the desert storm. That was odd to me. Didn't really like that. And then I didn't like the bomb scene very much. I thought that was a little convoluted and dumb. But That it was just a setup for later on. Yeah, it was just a setup. Uh, it was early on in the movie. Yeah, it was early on. But the uh, I feel like it felt like undeserved, pointless buildup to, to no payoff. Oh, really? I feel like it made it more of like, this is a bigger deal. Like, showed how much like the AI could do. Like, it could potentially blow up an airport. Well, I feel like the movie every five seconds was telling me how threatening the AI was. So that to me, I was like, I, I get it, you know, kind of thing. I also don't like the trope of people finishing each other's sentences when they're explaining something. I hate that. What do you mean? Uh, I can think of two scenes. One is in the beginning when they're explaining the AI in that conference room and everybody is taking and he takes turns. Off the mask. Sorry, I was but, trying to finish your sentence. But no, sorry. I, 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 that was the only reason why I asked you. I was trying. I, uh, not quite. I failed. Not quite. You don't have to explain it. Sorry, I just said uh, yeah. that. Okay, up. all right, 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 all right. I apologize. I, you're really good at not leaving like openings at the end of your sentences or like in the middle. So I had sorry, time. I apologize. So when you did one, I was like, ah. For my good speaking habits. Yeah, thank you for not pausing and talking like uh, William Shatner. Of course, of course. Uh, so Mission Impossible, moving on, Barbie. Barbie was a movie I was surprised I had liked. Obviously, not the right audience. Not was the, Sublime. Not the target audience, but that was the best line of the whole movie, dude. <laughs> when he's like, Sublime! That was like... like I heard um, he tried different words each time. Yeah, they had to do that take several times. And he every time he's like his part came on, he said a different word. And I think Margot Robbie was like, yeah, we just stuck with Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but that whole scene is so funny, dude. Like, he's like, you caught me reading. <laughs> As he, like, spends a minute, like, looking for a book. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Barbie, a good message. Obviously, I probably don't understand the message enough. Uh, I do think some parts were weird in Barbie. Good movie. Moving on to Oppenheimer. That was number two. Yeah, Oppenheimer was number two. Ooh. So you got that right, too. I yeah. was so debating on yeah. flipping those, but I thought you liked Spider-Man a little more. Yeah, I did. I did. Just because he's Spider-Man. Uh, now, Spider-Man is probably my first or second favorite superhero of all time. Spider-Man is cool. All the versions of Spider-Man they put out are sick. But uh, Oppenheimer, obviously, uh, really liked the movie. Did not like the sex scene very much. That felt a little uh, pointless. But the uh, Oppenheimer, I feel like there was just so many cool like themes of like your own humanity, of humanity at large that they explored. Uh, I think uh, out of all these movies, I think perhaps, probably besides... Um, the Sound of Freedom, like we talked earlier. I think Oppenheimer, I think, had one of the lower budgets of I think all it was these. The, probably the second lowest budget out of all of these. Christopher Nolan is a fan of uh, little CGI. And I'm pretty confident. I feel like most of the budget went to the uh, uh, the actors and probably the the cinematographers and the editing staff. But, the, uh, but yeah, uh, Oppenheimer, awesome movie, awesome story, uh, great acting. The more I actually watched the interviews of the actual like uh, G. Oppenheimer, I feel like Killian Murphy actually acts, acted like him. Like I feel like he wasn't like this showstopper guy that always had you know always like this huge screen presence. But I was like he acts like I feel like he did in real life and just cool. Uh, you know the the weight of a situation you know weighing on him. I think we can all relate to like uh, 
if I feel like it does an awesome job of like you putting him or the movie putting you in his shoes and being like, what would I do in this situation? How would I react if President Truman been like a total jerk to me? How would I react if I had cheated on my wife or, uh, uh, you know, struggling in, uh, in personal and business ways? So Oppenheimer, sick movie. Waited like three years for that movie to come out. Uh, and then, of course, number one, Cross Spider-Verse. Just uh, banging soundtrack. Love the characters. I love the... I feel like the themes that it touched in the in uh, Into the Spider-Verse were better. But I feel like overall, the Cross Spider-Verse was, for one, more visually stunning. Two, you can see the growth that the characters go through that you like from the first movies. Uh, super stoked for that to get finished out. So yeah, you were you were pretty close. Just had to flip flop a couple movies. But... Flip flop a couple, yeah. But we're in the ballpark. Yeah, you're in the ball. Yeah, you you know me pretty well, dude. So, I'm and, that, and that's what I. I mean, I don't think any of your list here is the wrong list. So I think that was a good list. Uh, but, there. Like I said, these are our favorites. These are favorites. Yeah. The objective is uh, if you want a more analytical side of things, let us know. But yeah, this was just subjective movies I would want to watch again. Even the objective list, I will say, is probably pretty close to Lee's list. Only watches movies pretty objectively, where I'm more of like an emotional person and look for more how much fun did I have with it. Ethan um, enjoys life. I do not. But I do think the objective list, with the exception of Guardians, I think that one's your personal one. I think otherwise, you're pretty spot on with objective list. Like, or pretty close. Probably. Yeah, I bet if we like maybe. pulled up all the Rotten Tomato scores, it'd probably be pretty close to where you're at. That's true, yeah. Not that Rotten Tomatoes knows anything, but I, uh, perhaps, yeah. I feel like uh, kind of from well, up and shows up. you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But, yeah, pretty close, man. I'm honored and yeah. touched, and now I'm going to be really sad and disappointed myself. And I think I'm you're going to butcher this. I'm just going to I, I know, yeah. I know I'm going to butcher <laughs> yours, too. I think you're yeah. going to be mad at me. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I'm going to butcher this. Uh, just so where I did see a few more movies than Lee did. I saw Gran Turismo, The Little Mermaid, and Elemental as well that I included in my list. Um, Alejandro, don't worry. I'm going to get around to Gran Turismo. I promise. But sorry, I just had to plug my plug my boy in there. But uh, I'll plug a billion men, buddy. Thanks, mom, for listening. Actually, I don't think she listens. Actually, thanks everybody for listening. That's a good way to do it. That's yeah. a good. Don't want but, to be the, the Hall of yeah, Fame yeah. speech. <laughs> yeah, dude, the Oscar winner speech. I'd like to thank this person and this person. Uh, anyway, back to back to what you back were saying. To, okay, that so I'm going to butcher this, which you're probably right. Yeah, I just want to let the crowd know I factor a lot in rewatchability. So don't get mad at me. Which ones I want to rewatch more kind of affects my list. But. Wait, hey, before before you get into it, can I just ask what? Because like to me, I put movies at the top also because I want to rewatch them. What what for you makes a movie rewatchable? I think the people should know. I think a movie to me that's rewatchable is just like one that I like the characters, one that's fun, and I I don't know. I really like emotional elements in movies, and so when you pull that out. At least some motion that I can relate to or could imagine relating to. I think I like that a lot more. Because I think there's some movies on this list that definitely have emotion, but I just not ones that I can relate to. So it might be lower on my list than... So movies that like invoke like like kind of tearjerker, I get attached to a character kind of kind of vibe is the rewatchable part. Yeah, I think that's a huge part. And if it's just like fun. Okay. I know that's kind of like a broad term. Because you can have fun with any of these movies. Yeah, you can have fun with any of these movies. Um, Even Fast X. You're a degenerate if you have fun with that movie, but you can. 
get into that in a minute. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. All right, please guess the ranking. All right. All right. At the bottom, uh, Little Mermaid. I feel like you just weren't really excited about that. I don't feel like uh, neither of us are super huge into Disney. Neither of us seem very excited about that. But I feel like Little Mermaid, uh, bottom, bottom of that. Fast X. Now, I know you didn't really hate Fast X, but I just feel like these other movies, you, uh, and I think I'm wrong by putting it here anyway. <laughs> now I'm looking at this list, but I feel like you just enjoyed many more movies more so than Fast X. Okay. Uh, then I have Blue Beetle. I, uh, I think you like Blue Beetle, but not really a ton either. Kind of same similar thing with uh, Fast X. Uh, number 10, I have Mutant Mayhem. Uh, sorry, that was the only one I think I gave a number two. But Mutant Mayhem from there. <laughs> uh, I think we discussed how it was kind of above average, fun. But uh, number nine, have Barbie. And then number eight, I put these pretty close together. Uh, Oppenheimer. So you, you said something about rewatchability beforehand. And I was like, I don't think most of these can go back and rewatch. Uh, up to this point. So Oppenheimer uh, after Barbie. And then I have Elemental. I think you liked Elemental. Now, I did not see it, so I have no word to say on it. Elemental, and I don't have a word to say on the next one either. Gran Turismo. You seem to like, you seem to be a little surprised how much you like Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo was good. Yeah. I will say that movie. I was not one on my list for the summer that I was surprised by. Yeah. I uh, remember you saying that. And then from there, we have Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Uh, big Transformers guy. I know that, obviously. I feel like I bring that up too much. I'm sorry. But, no, that's good. I like Transformers. Uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Some say it's my favorite movie. Some, <laughs> some say. I like Transformers. Don't, don't hit me with that. It's not my favorite movie. Do not hit me with that, dude. It's not Ethan's favorite movie, but it's it's one that often comes to mind when movies that you would enjoy and go back to. I think it's because in like 2008 to 2010, anyone said that like, "What's your favorite movie?" That was always the first movie that came into mind. That's fair. That and Optimus Prime is sick. That's fair. Always oh, cool, dude. Peter Cullen, my boy. I played Fortnite again just to get the Optimus Prime skin. You didn't have to say that, but I respect the, I respect the commitment. I am not ashamed yeah. of myself. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> I occasionally play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And then nothing wrong with having 12-year-olds come out of you. Uh, after Transformers Rise of the Beast, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think you like that one too. And obviously uh, you could appreciate more than I could. Number three, I have Flash. Uh, I know Flash is your guy. And uh, despite Ezra Miller's controversies which we could get into another day <sighs> uh, not the worst <laughs> actor in the world <laughs> but you had to do it like that so. <laughs> the build up if you've ever played super smash brothers and you see like um the victory screen for captain falcon where he's like shaking like that's what oh, lee dude, was, yeah. that's what lee was doing right there <laughs> was like, i uh, i didn't mean to be that i'm sorry <laughs> it was uh but uh, yeah do not support the controversies yeah do not support him but Flash, I feel like you enjoyed Flash. And then I got Spider-Verse number two. And then I got Mission Impossible number one. Interesting. I feel like... Uh, now, I, I for one, was surprised how much I enjoyed it. I thought I was going to hate that movie. Uh, but I thought Mission Impossible was really good. But you you, you came back to that one a lot. So I figured you, you liked it a lot as well. So I need to know. The people, rather, also need to know. How bad did I do? I think you had the groupings right for the most part. The groupings, right? I think oh, I think oh, they were dear. all like one or two off, but you, they were in the same region. And honestly, going through some of these, I flipped them back and forth into your order. Yeah, okay. a couple times. Okay. So I think for the most part, you were you're in the ballpark. Really? At least. Okay. You got the first two right for sure. Little Mermaid. 
Ah, uh, that was a drudge. I took me three days to actually watch that movie. <laughs> you split it up in three days, dude. That's impressive, dog. That's well, impressive. I knew we needed to watch it for this, and then I uh, started it and didn't like it. So I, interesting. I Just did not it like off. it. Okay. Okay. Well, to be fair, I do think it was well done. Okay. But um, I just, I'm surprised you're like, just turn it off and be like, nah. I just think I am completely not the target audience. I don't think we ever were the target audience at I, any point in time, <laughs> either for this one or for the regional. <laughs> I will say the only parts I did like about the movie was Sebastian was freaking hilarious. Okay, all right. I actually like Sebastian, and I like how... Okay, so first off, I think most of this movie was just Disney CGI trying to flex on how well they could do animals. Okay. And they did a good job on it. They did a good job. But I think they okay. did a better job than Lion King by still giving the ones that talk a little cartoonish feel. Okay. So it was a little better there. Make okay. That's a cool. Okay, that's a cool thought actually. Yeah. Because Sebastian and Flounder, and maybe it's just easier on fish and crabs. <laughs> maybe. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, it was even seeing Sebastian. I was like, there's no way this is what a real crab looks like. <laughs> like maybe it is easier. Like on, it's pretty on close. Sea creatures. But I could tell a little bit. So I did. That was to me the redeemable part. I do think objectively this movie goes higher. Yeah. I just am not the target. Just audience. not. Just bored just it sounds like instantly bored and bored through the whole show and i think you're you called it i just was not excited to watch it at all so it did not help okay. trying to watch a movie that you're not even excited for that's fair which you probably do all the time i ask you to watch a movie so i'm sorry that was most I of realized... this list but i need to be more like ethan and I'm, I'm getting there i'm getting there i like mission impossible i'm getting there no we need to be like mike too well said well <laughs> said uh fast x was next I personally like the Fast and Furious movies. I do think after seven, though, they have dropped off. Now, I will say this was better than nine and eight. Really? I because seven was the last one I saw. Yeah, eight. I think it's the worst one. Okay. And then nine's a little better because that's when they become the characters themselves become more self-aware okay. of everything that's wild. Uh, this one I think was better than that one. I think I re- I know you hate Jason Momoa in this movie. Did but, not like him. No. But I I think he was the part that I was looking forward to watching the most. Interesting. And I think he performed really well in this movie. I think he kind of owned the screen. Interesting. Um, okay. There, so I think we strongly disagree on that part. <laughs> I think you hated Jason Momoa. You, uh, I felt bad to you because you you had said that before I watched it. You're like, but like Jason Momoa was a really good villain. I was like, okay. And then I, I felt guilty. I really did watching that at like four in the morning. I was like, Ethan, I'm really sorry, but I didn't. I didn't like Jason Momoa in the movie. I feel I was looking forward to it, but I was like, maybe he'll heat up. Maybe he'll get bit. But no, I just I I half of that movie I was just feeling guilty. Really? That's if I'm weird. being honest, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be angry and like throwing stuff. So I uh, oh no, I'm past that. I'm past that on those movies. I know what I'm getting into. I just think he was the, he was the best part. I do think at the beginning, especially the story writing is really bad. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, and I think that it does get better throughout the movie, the dialogue at least, but it's still bad. Um, Jason Momoa to me is the redeeming quality, which is why, to me, that's my Taco Bell movie. Taco Bell I'm going to watch the next one. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to see. No, no what did I just say? <laughs> I know, I know. Do not. Please. I'm going to watch the next one. Though. If I had one message for America, it wouldn't be about loving each other. It wouldn't be about treating each other equally. It wouldn't be. It would be like, stop watching those movies. That's not true, but I just like they do better internationally than they do in America. So oh, I know. America, you can listen to Lee all you want, but in our, our international oh. people, let's keep going. I know the international crowd. I know. I know. Yeah, because like. honestly, that's an interesting one. And no, this is a, this. I like the movie is by far not my favorite movie on this list. Obviously, it was Solo, but the transfer or like the difference between how well it did worldwide versus domestically is shocking. 
I think that's how a lot of like big these big budget action movies go. I think Americans kind of. I think a lot of people get. And I shouldn't generalize by saying Americans. I know people. I'm sure outside the U.S. share a similar sentiment, but I think it's just oversaturation of that kind of movie around here. I think people just don't care. Whereas like that kind of movie does well in other countries, but like American CGI is just better quality. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't know how happens. it is for them. Maybe they just have fun at the movie theaters. <laughs> I don't do this for fun. But it, it overall, it's actually the top five grossing movie of the summer. That would that does not surprise me. That does um, not surprise me one bit. Yeah. Domestically, it was below ten. Yeah. But it made interesting. That Sound of Freedom did better <laughs> yeah, than yeah. Sound of Freedom X. did better because it did 145 domestically, but mm. 558 million internationally. Interesting. Okay. So just something I thought I brought up. Like yeah. I said, not the best movie. If these are not your movies, absolutely do not watch this movie. You will hate it. Yeah. Uh, like we did. Um, <laughs> and I, I say I, didn't I have do this for time. you. I didn't have the best time with it either. It, was, it wasn't the best one of the Fast and Furious by far. Um, but me and Marco Rivas, we're gonna go watch the next one. So. <laughs> shout out Marco for shout being out, there for me with shout out to Marco being there for Ethan and not for me uh, next I had Blue Beetle okay Re- okay alright so you got that one right yeah you got the first three right I'm su- I'm surprised I did that well I'm sorry it was okay it was a good movie I it's just okay though just I think okay, it's your yeah. average I think it was one it wasn't originally meant to be released in theaters it was supposed to be just for HBO Max yeah you could see the quality yeah but also I think the DCU is kind of in a place where it's like, okay, how do we treat these movies? Because they don't mean anything for a buildup. So. Yeah, that's a that's a fair take. It's kind of hard to know what to do with whatever DCU is doing. Next, I had Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Holy cow! I was so off with that. That one. was the one you Oh were my the most gosh! Off on. Yeah, I was way off. Holy cow! Yeah, I did like this movie though. Yeah. I did like this movie. I think. Okay. I to me it was like built off of Bumblebee really well. Um, not as much character focus as Bumblebee was. I know you really hate Bumblebee, which I think you hate that one way more than you should hate that movie. Um, but to me, it was still a good film. Okay. But I couldn't put it above any of these others. I do think there. this is where kind of like there is a gap. I have a couple gaps in mind, but I think there is a gap from Transformers upwards. Okay. Um, I think the Oscar movies are just objectively better. Uh, number nine, I had Barbie, which I think is what you put in nine. I, I put it in nine, yeah. I, I Barbie think you nine. one right. I yeah. do think this movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I'm just not the target audience. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Sorry, <laughs> so, ladies. Sorry, everybody else. Like I said, I think rewatchability is a big thing for me in ranking my favorites. Like I said, these are my favorites. Um, but this is a really well done movie. So no disrespect to Barbie, just not the target audience. Number eight was Gran Turismo. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. I had, I had, I thought you were going to put that one a little higher. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think you, there's a couple that we kind of flipped. <laughs> um, Gran Turismo. Great movie. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, I'd recommend it. It's not a like a must-see, go rush out to the theaters right now kind of movie, but it's a good sports movie, and I like good sports movies. Okay. So, um, seven. I think you nailed it. I think you had to say seven was Oppenheimer. Uh, Oppenheimer's eight. Oppenheimer's eight. Oh, okay, so we okay. Oppenheimer, uh, you know, arguably the best film somatically out of all of these. Yeah, I I don't even about arguably. I think honestly, Cross I think, pretty yeah. Good. Well, animation versus yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought Mission Impossible was pretty, but like Oppenheimer, phenomenal thing. I just to me it was a little hard to follow. Um, I got it towards the end, like why we kept cutting back and forth, and when we were cutting back and forth. To me, there was also just like a lot of people's names that I had to try to keep up with. I didn't get that sense. I was like, well, hang on, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think sometimes you know I and I'm not the greatest paying attention to movies either. I'm not that great at it, but yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. And so me, I to me, rewatchability is not going back to rewatch to find out what I missed there, unless it's like a murder mystery. Okay. Um, but 
like I said, after Transformers, these are all great movies. So I, most people are probably going to have Oppenheimer 1 or 2 like you did, and I completely agree it should be up there, just not my favorite. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Next, I had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was pretty off on that one too. Sorry. And I'm going to explain this one with Elemental because I had Elemental right above that one. Okay. So okay. this one, I was constantly flipping these two back and forth because I really like Elemental. It's more simpler than the Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles, the spotlight is really the fact that they are teenagers. And I think that's hilarious. People just looked weird in Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Everyone was ugly, dude. Everyone was ugly. It drove me nuts. And that to me was why I put it just below elemental is constantly going back and forth because that's the, fair i think the animation style i just like more in elemental and elemental is honestly one of my new favorite pixar movies like that movie just nailed it like it didn't do like anything like new or big but it just showed like struggles that i think everyone can kind of relate to okay uh, at least some aspect okay or can see someone having the struggles i didn't really have these struggles like i didn't have parent initials my parents are great <laughs> <laughs> up there i was like i want to make that very clear um but they kind of go over then, so you kind of get some emotion that way. But yeah, those two to me were flip-flop. Then number four, so this is where you had your superhero movie picks, right? Pretty much. You got I, I flipped them for you. Okay. I was also going back and forth. I went Flash and then Guardians of the Galaxy. You had you had Guardians of the Galaxy above Flash. I had Guardians of the Galaxy above Flash. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. The, you were looking forward to Flash? I love the DC. Yeah. Okay. Marvel Universe is better. It is. It just is. But I like yeah. DC characters more. I feel that, dude. I think they just have... They're just better that. characters. I think they're cooler characters. With the except, I mean, as a Except Spider-Man. Yeah, I was like, Spider-Man? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's probably it for me Yeah. <laughs> after that. But I I just like DC characters more. But there's some flaws with this movie for sure. Um, and there's parts I want to rewatch, but I don't necessarily want to rewatch the entire thing. But the payoff at the end where he has to realize that, like... His mom was supposed to die. Yeah. And he has to, like, go back and, like, make it so she dies. I don't know. To me, that was just yeah, a moment in the she, theaters I was not expecting that. That's cool. Yeah. Movie. He has to go back and, like, re-kill his mom yeah. by putting back the can of tomato. I thought... I did... That's true. I did think the build-up to that was, was cool. I'll just say it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. So, that, to me, is why it's high on my list. I don't know. That is just... I just didn't expect to be emotional like that in this film. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though, I think this was the perfect, like, finisher for the Guardians, because they split apart in this movie. Right. Like, they're no longer together, but it was a good last ride. Rocket's backstory's great. Um, but I think it's just cool that they, like, could come together and be like, yeah, we need to end this. This is what's best. So, I don't know. Guardians was, was really well done. I saw that one three times in theaters, actually. <laughs> so... And of course, how could we forget Pete Sa- Pete Davidson's cameo in that movie? Thank you. <laughs> he, he did sh- great. He sure saved it. He sure saved that. I film. laid of the film for me. Yeah, just I know. I, I, uh, I Adam Warlock though, huge disappointment. I will say that more Pete Adam Warlock really. Yeah, he <laughs> fair. Could have left him out of this movie. That's fair. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> he was yeah. kind of insignificant. Oh uh, yeah, uh, his mom was felt played a bigger role personally because she played a role more in number two. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the number two, I had Mission Impossible. Two is Mission Impossible. Okay. Yeah. Really good movie. Mission Impossible movies, I feel like they're ones that we always forget about, how good they are until a new one comes out. And they're like, oh, yeah, these movies are actually phenomenal. Tom Cruise and whoever his producer is, they kill it every time. Yeah. And I like this part that I like about Mission Impossible was that it was part one. They told you right from the get-go it was part one. Yeah. No need for, like, a wait till the end of the credits. 
Yeah. Uh, like, who's in the next one? Yeah. So. Like, they told you right now, like, you know there's going to be a cliffhanger at the end of the movie, for yeah. sure. Literally. That's true. He does jump off the cliff. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> and that is at the end. I was, yeah. thinking, I, was, I was thinking the train, too, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see. I yeah. see. But yeah. Yeah, I guess that is more of the cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> and, sorry, anyway, yeah. But I just think this one, I can watch this one on its own and be satisfied. Okay. Like, Infinity War is great. Has a huge cliffhanger, but I need Endgame. Yeah. Like, I want to see yeah. a part two of Dead Reckoning, but I could be just happy, like, you know, not watching the second one. Because yeah. I feel like it, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think, like, it left you, like, hanging too much where you're like, why did this end like this? <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, to me, it kind of did. Now, I think that's a fair take. I feel like it was a, you know, act one, act two, act three movie. Obviously, like you know that Moore's by the end of the movie, you know that they're not. It's not finished there yet. But I did. I think that's a fair take. That uh, you know, you watch it and you're like, I just watched a cool story, a cool m- movie. Um, now I, I personally, I am. I never thought I'd say this. I am looking forward to part two. Nice of it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, which has had me surprised. But yeah, I think that's. I think that's a good take. Where it's like, um, like you watch it. There's no like. There's not a lot of loose ends. Just more like, I know it's not over, and I know there's still work to be done. But you not, still got the victory at the end a little yeah, bit, Yeah, you got the victory at the end. Not like any really super... I didn't feel like it was any cheap cliffhangers. He won the battle, but not the war. The war still's going on. Yeah, so. it, well, yes. Well put. Well put. I made that up on my own. I've never heard that phrase You've before. You've never heard that phrase before? That's an Ethan original. It's Just like original. a Taco Bell movie? That, no, Taco Bell movie's not my own. I, I gotta give that credit to. Wait, won the battle, but not the war? Yeah, that's, that one's, that's, that, one's I, that saying is literally has to be ten times older than the Taco Bell movie. I, I just made that up, so I don't know. How you, did, you didn't just make that up. That, that movie's that's what. Anyway, <laughs> there's never been a war until this movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tom Cruise had to prepare as a sports agent <laughs> to be able to jump off this cliff. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. I'm sorry. It was one of the battles that he won. Well done. Somebody, please quote that down. Write it in a book. Copyright it. Send me a check. <laughs> Send me a check. <laughs> Lawyers, stay off my back. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I have a copyright on it that's pending. <laughs> that someone's going to write. <laughs> uh, but number one, uh, Cross the Spiders. This to me is the most rewatchable movie out of all the movies. I think that's the only one I ended up. I'm not a fan of rewatching things. That's the only movie on the list I rewatched twice in theaters. And you, you go back and watch movies way more often than I do. Yeah, I watch them. If I really like it, I could watch it a couple times a year. Yeah. Um, but Across the Spider-Verse is one where it's like, you can sit down and like, enjoy it. Like, there's so many different elements and like, pick them out yeah. and like, like them. But it's also a movie you can turn on in like, a Thursday night and watch while you're eating. Yeah. And like, not focus on it and still like it. And so that to me is why it's above Mission Impossible. Because I, one, Spider-Man, one of the best superheroes of all time. And I think they do them really well. For sure. And also give them like, an origin story. That's just like the others, but a little bit different. It's different enough. Both his parents are alive. It's that's like got to mean something. Kind of preventing the origin story, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is yeah, yeah, true, yeah, cool. That they still can take those same elements and put it in a different way. Yeah, take the same things, but like take the same like reasons you like Spider-Man, but kind of get a different way to get to Spider-Man. Yeah, it's cool, but not like too far fit. Like it's a risk, but not like a. Yeah, but they nailed it. They nailed it. Yeah, though absolutely nailed it. Yeah, but still made it relevant too. Yeah, which I think is cool. So yeah, that's my top ten list. 
or top th- 13. Top 13. Like I said, I know this is not, this is very, very subjective list. <laughs> that's, that's what we want to do. That's what we needed. Uh, any, are there any you're surprised by on my list? Uh, I am surprised that you, now I haven't seen Transformers Rise of the Beast, but I am surprised that, because I know your attachment to that franchise uh, that's kind of, you know. I like the garbage. <laughs> uh, I am surprised you put it that low in favor of like, um, of like other movies where like the cheese just did not sufficiently satisfy, or like the cheese was outweighed by like other aspects that you like of like how like this a story was able to come together. I would say, like to to me, I now correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you can look at a movie and look at cool moments. Yeah. And those outweigh, like, the bad stuff in a movie. I'm not like that. Like, I see one, like, flaw that I don't like in a movie and it bothers me for, like, two hours. Oh, you hate the whole movie. So, you, you miss the rest. Yeah. But, what was that one movie that you... You hated Across the Spider-Verse for a little bit. No, uh You hated a portion of it. You you're did. right. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah. you tried to find a flaw. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was... It really, like, killed me, dude. I was like, what? And then I was like, no, it's fixed because of this reason. And now you're uh, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to, to me, and now obviously, we're best friends, right? <laughs> but the uh, I am surprised you kind of went with more movies that felt a little more complete at the top, rather than like the cool, you know, action fan servicey cool moment kind of thing. I I was a little surprised by that. Okay. I feel like you can kind of you tend. I feel like you oftentimes will just pick out the cool stuff you see in a movie instead of like the complete. Uh, cinematic experience. That's fair. No, no, I, I totally see that. And that's why, like, some of these, like, honestly, if you pull me next week, I'd probably flip some of these. <laughs> yeah, some of these I feel like I could flip around too. But um, a couple. Not many. But Yeah, Transformers. It was one. It was, I enjoyed it. It was fun action. Um, it just didn't have as emotional hit as, like, all the other ones. I feel like all the other ones have at least one emotional moment. I think that's why I had to put it below. That's fair. So. That's fair. I'm trying to remember if there was one that surprised me on your list. I think the one that surprised me was how low you put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought you would have liked that one a little more. Because uh, you I, had that one, what, seven? Uh, Yes. I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah, to me, I'm surprised you put that one below Guardians. I uh, No, to me, I kind of went with awful. What you were saying is, like like I said, I haven't seen the first Guardians. But I, I assumed there was a lot in there that was very fulfilling to have seen evolve since 2014 when I think the first one came out. Dang, I'm going to you do that. And uh, <laughs> I, I googled something. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> it's like, for never seeing the movie, you know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Oh, no, I know what it was. I was like, when did the Zune stop being produced? <laughs> the what? The Zune. What's the Zune? The, what Star-Lord uses to listen to music. Microsoft's iPod. Is that what it, the Zoom? Zune. It's not Zune, it's Zoom. I think it's Zune. No. I think so. I think it's no, Z- my sister had one of these. I think it's a, I think it's like Z U N E or something. Right? I thought. Let me check. I'm kinda nervous. How do you spell it? Z U N E. A Microsoft Zune. Wow. Right? Right? That's it's coming Zune, up with the music yeah, player, yeah, right? Yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. No, I uh also Which is weird, you're usually right. I'm using the wrong I tried this. It's wrong. I don't know if you noticed. Sorry, this is completely off topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Google has started to use like a generative AI in their search. I saw that. That that suggestion came up for me yesterday, and I was like, I've never seen this before. I agreed to do it. It's kind of annoying. Google, if you're listening, fix that. 
To me, it was just, I felt like they already did it, and they just didn't say that it was generative AI and make it, like, this whole colored section. Yeah. It's a, Especially it, with, like, words. Yeah. Like, it just be like, definition. I'm like, oh, I know I you feel pulled that. this from a website. I feel that. You're not a dictionary. Yeah. But it just seems like they're doing the same thing and just saying it's AI now. I think Google has, like, a lot of in-house data that it just won't pull from a website. Always. Fair. So, I, I just, my point is, I think they always were doing it, and now it's just... Yeah, well, that's it fair. always was an AI. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I could be wrong. I don't know about AI. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Side topic. It just pulled up when I was looking up there. And you're right. Z-U-N-E. I, uh, I thought he had a Zoom because it was like a cheap, you know, Microsoft endorsement. And I was like, there's no way Microsoft is endorsing their Zoom in 2023. So I looked up like when. I was like, when did Guardians come out? And when did the Zoom, when did the Zoom stop production? Uh, 2011, by the way, in case you're curious. But yeah, I uh, I put that one higher just assuming that I, I'm sure I'm missing some stuff. Okay. Um. I don't know. Not to rehash all things. I just don't like Marvel movies. I don't. I to me, it was just so stereotypical. Like some science jargon. Oh, that's why he can do it. Oh, this relationship that they're building up. This that's awkward, why was, this I, awkward romantic tension. Wow, I'm so invested. Oh, this quip to break the tension in this tense scene where I'm supposed to feel emotion. Tired of that, dude. I think Guardians is the exception because I feel like they're the original ones that did that. Yeah, really they're, well. they're the worst culprits. Um, I'm, I'm now learning. I feel like people started to copy like Guardians. To do that's that, true. And they put in every movie. Did, yeah, so true, to me, in yeah. a Guardians movie, it fits. Where in other movies, it doesn't. So it's like their style that they invented. Kind yeah, of saying. exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm, but to me, I and I know you don't like that, but I'm just that's why to me I'm surprised that you put it below Ninja Turtles. Cause I thought you liked that one more. I Ninja Turtles to me wasn't like now. Like I said, like we said earlier, we're ranking. I mean, Guardians. Yeah, this subjective. is on the bottom of your list. Yeah, <laughs> so, bottom stuff. Yeah, so I'm just um, which I just think was interesting. So that was just one I was surprised about. What would you say is your most surprising movie of the summer? Surprising movie? Uh, I am surprised how much I like Mission Impossible. Cause I, I think because like I had given up on spy movies because I, I, I just don't enjoy them anyway. Um, especially after we watched Red Notice. I was like, oh my God. Oh, yeah, and so I think I think I was going into Mission Impossible be like... Notice, yeah, I didn't even think PTSD. Of, see, I didn't even think of Red Notice as like a spy movie, but it totally is. I think it is, dude. See, when I think of spy movies, I think of like Mission Impossible, James Bonds. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, uh, those are like the boring movies, yeah, the best ones of the genre. So I can see now um, why you don't like this, but yeah, I uh, Man from Uncle, pretty much. I th- yeah, I think this just is like those plot points, those tropes that always come with those kinds of movies, but that they weren't in like in your face all the time. In fact, I feel like uh. I feel like the other thing when spy movies is like you don't really like I don't really care about a character because they just pull up their file and explain their tragic step backstory as they're getting like debriefed before they send out the, the agent. But I feel like in this one, even without having me seen all the Mission Impossible movies, I got like attached to um, like the characters. I thought I saw like the relationship, like how much they cared about each other. Yeah. And I, I thought that was cool. And you really see that built in the last few movies, honestly. Yeah. So um, yeah, the fact that you can even just see it in this one, it's pretty cool. But, uh, and like I said, not not flawless, but I was like, that's your uh, most just, surprising just, just yeah, most surprising. And I, I just I thought it was good. I was like, I was watching the movie. It's like this is a good movie. I can't I can't deny it. It was just a good movie. Uh, let's see, anything else that was surprising? Flash, Flash surprised me. I thought Flash was gonna freaking suck. I was surprised how much you liked that one. Honestly, to yeah. me, before you told me about that, I would have put it way closer to Blue Beetle for you. Now it might be because I I feel the same way about DC movies or DC characters. I just think they're cooler. Like I grew up watching Justice League. Uh, my dad, you know, my hero, my dad's favorite superhero is Superman. 
And so I do think, and I've, he's my favorite hero. So I think I might have this just DC bias anyway. Oh, I do too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, you ask me tomorrow, I'm probably switching flashing guardians. Yeah. But, um, I, now I'm pretty sure, I'm sure guardians galaxy overall was a better movie than flash. And I'm sure I'm doing myself a disservice by not having seen the first guardians of the galaxy and ranking it. So I might be very qualified to say these things in the first place, but yeah, I think those are big surprises. Uh, what did you, what did you think? Was a big surprise. Big surprises for me. The number one was Barbie. Yeah. Not I, a movie yeah, on my walking list. out of that theater, I was like, I freaking like this movie. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, yeah. what Barbie up? Like, I the great movies for me. Not on my list. The only reason I watched is because everyone was talking about it. Yeah, because we we started this it and we're like, we should just watch it. Yeah, yeah. This got it us did. to do. Yeah, or was one of the reasons. Was one of the reasons. Yeah. So. Um, that we started the podcast, but yeah. I think it's still our most viewed, uh, most listened to episode. It is the first episode, yeah. It's first Which I feel bad. If you guys are still listening, thank you. Our audio audio quality has gotten way better since yeah. that first episode. Or tell us if it hasn't, but we've done some tests and we're pretty sure it has. I just feel bad so. that everyone that sees our podcast now just goes right into. I know. <laughs> so thanks for sticking with us through the bad audio quality, everybody. But yeah, that one, I yeah it was not. I mean, I knew Margot Robbie would do a good job because I think I like her in every role that she's in. Yeah, oh, she's a good actress. Um, good actress. I didn't expect it to be not oriented towards kids. Which I was, thought it was going to be a little more kid oriented, but I would say teenager oriented, if not yeah. adult. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. oriented, which is why I think I par- probably enjoyed it a little more. Yeah. Um, granted, I still think it should be towards kids a little bit, just because the Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. to me, it was just a surprise. It was like on my list of maybe I'll see it when it comes on streaming, but yeah. uh, social media got me to see it. Yeah. And then Gran Turismo, I was really surprised. Hadn't even heard of that movie besides the terrible NBA commercial that I had that made it seem like the NBA. Dude, that got me good, dude. I was were, like, there's no way Zach Levine's in a movie, dude. The NBA but players yeah. were in the movie when they were not. Yeah. Um, uh, to me, a pointless cameo. I was like, do these guys even watch F1? It's not even a cameo. Yeah. It's just an ad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I said cameo. Yeah, just an ad. I was like, what? Uh, but yeah, I was surprised how much I, or shocked how much I liked Gran, Gran Turismo. It was, it was a good one. Like, good feel good sports movie. Yeah. Underdog story. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Can't, that's, that's true. That's pretty hard to mess up. Let us know in the comments on our Instagram page, what are your guys' top movies of the summer? We want to get engaged with you guys. We'll comment on it too. So if you want to put in the comment section what your favorite movies are of the summer, let yeah. us know. Or if there's one we missed, let yeah. us know. We'll let us know if we it. missed anything. I believe uh, we didn't really hit on um, uh, the new Annie Jones movie. I don't think we hit on that. Uh, Haunted Mansion as well. I don't think we yeah, hit on Yeah, those are the two blockbuster yeah. ones. Yeah, two, I think the big deal. Or should have been blockbuster. Should have been. And probably were, I'm sure there's some very upset movie producers that think we're not. But yeah, let us know what we missed. Let us know what you liked. Uh, we got more content coming over. There's some cool movies that we're looking forward to coming out in September. And uh, we hear your ideas. Uh, those that have given ideas on, on future episodes, we got a list. Uh, we've gotten really nothing but good ideas. So uh, don't worry. We haven't forgot about you guys. We got some of your different ideas not just a boring movie review we got some other comparisons rankings things that we got in the works as well so thanks everybody this has been the premiere podcast signing off deuce is it deuce or deuces i haven't stopped recording it okay (laughs) leave this in